Hi, my name is Sydney Mitchell. Hi, I'm Matthew Brickman, Florida Supreme Court mediator. Welcome to the Mediate This podcast, where we discuss everything mediation and conflict resolution. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of Mediate This. I'm Sydney sitting here with Matthew, and today we are going to be answering some of the questions that you, our listeners, have been submitting to us about all things divorce and mediation. So um, let's just jump right in. If you do have a question in the future that you would love for us to dive into on an episode of Mediate This, you can just send an email, submit your questions to info at iChatMediation.com. It'll get sent directly to us, and we'll uh, hopefully be able to answer your questions here. Okay, we have a question here that reads, what are the most common reasons for divorce that I should know of to protect my marriage? And I think that this question, you know, there are a lot of parts of this that we've, a lot of which I think we've addressed, you know, in and through a lot of our other episodes, but summarize that for us. What are some common reasons for divorce that I should know of to protect my marriage? I think that I think probably one of the most common reasons for divorce is infidelity. Um, so, okay. So how do you protect your marriage? Um, I know some people that um, male and female that, for example, a male will not ever, ever, ever be in any situation whatsoever room or otherwise with the opposite sex alone. It ensures that nothing's going to happen. Like there's always, it's, it's almost like there's always, there's a buddy system, right? Yeah, it's just a, a rule of accountability that- Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've known people that, um, you know, I, I had a mediation where they had a rule and it got violated. And it was that they were never going on a business trip with um, any coworker that's the opposite sex. Well, that didn't exactly go over well because when they started doing it, they ended up having an affair uh, and whatnot. So, you know, really it goes, I think it goes to setting up the boundaries to protect, like how, like, look, okay. So um, if we, if, if, if we focus on just a, just a small piece of this question. Okay. So, they asked, what are the most common reasons for a divorce that I should know of to protect my marriage? Okay. If you're going to protect anything of value, forget your marriage, anything of value, what are you going to do? Like you're going to do, like, let's say, for example, you have a gold bar or a case of gold bar. Don't tell me you're just going to leave it laying around the house and any Joe Schmo can just come in and out of your house. And, you know, oh, yeah, your wife can have her girlfriends over. And, yeah, you're going to have poker night and get hammered with all your guys. And then you wake up and all your gold's gone. Come on. No, you're not going to put yourself in situations or allow things because you value it. I think a lot of the problem is people do not value the marriage. Why do they not value the marriage? Because they don't know who they are. They don't know what they're sharing. Therefore, they don't really care, you know, um, because, you know, and the other thing too, is it depends. Okay. It sounds bad, but why are you getting married? So many people get married out of uh, loneliness, codependency, um, mommy, daddy issues, 
you know, and so they're getting married and they're not coming in going, this is valuable. This is precious. I'm going to pour all of my time and energy into it. I'm going to protect it. If you are going to cherish something and protect it, you will do whatever it takes. You will set up whatever boundaries, whatever rules are there if you're going to protect it. But I think a lot of it depends on, okay, so common reasons for divorce. Okay, well, why did you get married in the first place? Did you get married because you just couldn't wait to get out of mommy and daddy's home? I've, I've divorced those types of people. I've divorced the codependents, the lonely, the insecure. I, you know, most of most, most people that are getting for at least first time marriages or second time marriages are broken and they just keep going from broken to broken to broken. Um, but you know, how do you protect it? Well, I think that's really up to each individual to define how would they protect something that they value. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned infidelity being a major cause of divorce. What are some other, you know, what are some other reasons that you tend to see a lot of mediation? Well, okay. So, and I know there's a, I'm, there are a whole slew of things, yeah, you know, so, so, so aside from, you know, cheating, um, money, mm-hmm. money, um, either too much or lack thereof. And it doesn't really matter. There can be plenty of money. I had one the other day. Oh my gosh, Sydney. Good for her. Uh, you know, good for her. She bought um, a little bit over 1,800 shares of Tesla stock <laughs> when it was $12 a share. She spent $22,000 buying Tesla stock that is worth one point, I think it was $1.8 million. She bought it just before they got married while the two of them were living together playing house and so there's an argument that it's non-marital and yet she's asking for alimony which is setting him off mm-hmm. the night before mediation just because of the stock market she made $60,000 just sleeping the stock went up she made 60 grand while she was asleep he only makes like 34,000 a year. Hmm. And she's asking him for alimony going, you've cut us off and you don't support us. He's going, what? He's like, I want half of the stock. Now here's the other thing. During the marriage, he managed the stock. There was no broker. He encouraged her to get it. He was then managing the stock. So there's legal arguments all over the place. Yeah, I was going to say, you can find this from both. Yeah, and so their attorneys are having a heyday. And of course, their attorneys are unfortunately, you know, uh, getting paid a lot of money. I was just thinking, I was just thinking that to myself, the attorneys have got to be super expensive as well. So they're dishing out all this money. Yeah. Trying um, to resolve. Yeah. And so, you know, and then then there were a number of other issues with the marriage, but still money. Um, Now, on the completely opposite side, I had a couple, they were in their eighties and the husband, they, they had been married forever and ever and ever, like forever. They were older than dirt. They'd been married longer than dirt had been on the planet. Probably. I mean, forever. Right. And I actually said to him, you know, I mean, cute couple. And I said to him, I said, look, with all due respect, like why now? Like till death do his part is not that far off. Like you're almost there. And and they were just like, we're just not happy. We're just miserable. I'm like, okay. So, you know, they just wanted to move on. 
the husband had always, 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 because look, they're in their eighties. They come from a generation where the men isn't, the men are in charge. The woman stays at home. She doesn't really, she's not involved with the marriage per se. Um, and so she had zero idea of the finances. She had probably less than zero because as we're talking, they're dividing up the marital assets and debt. She's like, we're paying what? for cable. And he's like, well, you wanted your, you know, you wanted this channel and you wanted that movie channel and your, and, you know, and, and our son wanted the sports channel and he wanted this. And we go into the next one. We're paying what for car insurance? We're paying what for electricity? I mean, she had no idea what food was costing. I mean, mm-hmm. she had no clue. Now here was the problem. When we divided up the very little, and unfortunately, they 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 lived social security paycheck to social security paycheck, had rarely a whole, I mean, almost nothing in savings, nothing to, to divide up. So, at the end of it, there was not enough money to go around for the two of them to live apart. They couldn't afford to live separate. There wasn't enough money, and they were too old to like. Well, I'm just going to go out and make more. No, you're not. And so they actually ended up abating, which means that they called off and dismissed the entire divorce action because they couldn't afford to get divorced because there wasn't enough money between the two of them. So it's like, look, suck it up, figure out your problems till death do us part is not that far off because you don't have enough to divide up. So the, the two of you can go live independently. They barely had two nickels. I mean, they were, they were drowning in debt living together. There wasn't anything to divide up. So money, whether you have a lot of it or not enough of it, is a huge, huge reason for divorce. So how do you fix that? How do you protect that? Both both parties need to be actively involved every single month. Everybody needs to make a budget. Like, yeah. like, 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 I was going to say, just open communication, you know, from the stories that you've shared, yeah. you know, about what's being spent and creating budgets per month together. I know a lot of couples that do that together each month and it keeps everybody on the same page. I think that's yeah. great. And, and look, even if, even if one party is not um, numbers oriented, that doesn't mean that you don't have to attend your family budget meeting because you may have the creative ideas to help the money person. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but everybody needs to be involved and everybody needs to be running on a budget. Like so many people at the end of the month, after they get paid, sit around and, and wonder where their money went instead of telling it where to go. If mm-hmm. and, and, and Sydney, you and I have talked about this, you know, when, when we were going through our previous episodes, you know, with uh, the mediation agreement and the financial affidavit, the financial affidavit for so many people is the most overwhelming document of the entire paternity or divorce because it's the financials and they're not aware of what's they've never sat down and said okay this is what i make what am i spending on food electric because this is for the first time they not only have to write it down they have to provide all the documentation that Mm -hmm. proves the numbers that they're writing down i call it either it's a budget form or it's an exercise in reality most people have no idea of what they make or what they spend And so by not having that communication, that can then lead to divorce. But look, if everybody knows, I'll tell you, so I'll let everybody into a little secret here. Sydney, I don't know if I've even ever shared this with you. We've known each other for many years. So 
when my wife, I'll, I'll tell you, had probably the strangest proposal ever to my wife. So Mary and I were dating for, for a number of years and I was not very kind at the time. And um, we were both living, um, I was living in Jupiter. She was living in Palm Beach Gardens. We lived not 10 minutes away. And we had gotten together. We had broken up a couple of times. We got back together. We broke up. We got back together. On this last time, it was so bad that it wasn't like, okay, we're breaking up and I never want to see you again. It was so bad that it was winter time, and Mary left Florida for Minnesota to get away from me. Like, you know, it's bad. You know, it's bad when it's like, I'm leaving sunny Florida in the, win- in the winter time to go to where hell has frozen over and the frozen I'm time. from Minnesota, actually. I know, I don't know, if you, I know you are. And so, so she went to funny. Minneapolis in the winter time because look, they had a job up there and it was like, I need to get away from you. Mm-hmm. So she was up there. She was up there. I, we still talked. I even went up and visited her. And, uh, but you know, we, we had about a year separation and I really realized, wow, I, I really do love this woman. And so um, she was going to be moving into a different apartment and we were talking bills and expenses. And so I said, well, but if we only had one rent and one electric and we split food and, and, and like, oh, no, I was, I was saying to her, I said, well, if you only had one electric and one rent and only split food, but if you were able to then get on a discount for car insurance and cell phone and stuff, well, you would be able to make your bills then, right? She said, well, yeah, but what are you asking? And I'm like, well, but if we're, if, if you were able to cut those and have to share those with someone else, then that would, that would definitely work. What are you asking? She goes, are you asking for me to come back and get married? I said, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, the most unromantic, but I'm thinking from a monetary, logical. A great argument. I'll tell you that. It's right? a great argument. Okay. So, so, so Sydney, when she came back down, so she moved back down. The first thing we did was we sat down at the computer with an Excel spreadsheet. And I said, okay, what is, what is your income? Here's my income. Okay, let's list out all of your bills, your credit card bills, your student loans, everything, your car, everything. And then here's mine. And then we divided it up. I said, I said, look, you're moving into my condo. And basically I looked at it as if, if she wasn't here, I would have these bills and expenses anyway, right? So you know what? I'm just going to pay those. Like my mortgage is my mortgage, whether she's living with me or not. Now, electric, I, I like to keep the windows open and get fresh air. She's like, oh, no, 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 it's way too hot. I want the air conditioner on. Okay, then fine. You pay for the electric. So we went in and then, I mean, we went through the spreadsheet and even divide, divided up, okay, who's paying for Christmas gifts? Your kids, my kids, us, you know, who's, who's you know, what about vacations? Like we went through and basically created up a budget and assigned ourselves the financial responsibility, or we're going to split this or whatnot. In 14 years now being together, never had an argument about money. Hmm. We structured everything from the beginning based on, okay, what people argue about the most money. 
And and so we haven't had an argument about money. Yeah, if you can get on the same page about that, I mean. Oh yeah, I mean we've argued about other things through the years, and we've had difficulty through every through other things. Never money, which is not a lot of people can say that. I know, I know. Um, but these, you know, look. If you know it's a common reason, then how do you protect it? You protect it by being proactive. Yeah. You know, we live in a very passive damage control world instead of be pay attention and let's do preventative maintenance. And preventative maintenance is marriage counseling. Preventative maintenance is set up a budget. Preventative maintenance is communication. You know, preventative maintenance is know what you're getting into before you get married. I mean, you know, if, if you have a mindset of, okay, let me do everything I can to avoid Matthew mediating and then me being a story on Matthew and Sydney's podcast, then you know what? I should probably do it. Otherwise, I'm sure I'm going to be a story on there. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, he's talking about me. He didn't say my name. But yeah, that, that was me. You know? Um, so yeah. So common reasons. How do you protect it? Protect what you value and be proactive. And setting those setting those boundaries or or patterns or habits or meetings, you know, setting those from the get-go as soon as you can. And it's, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's never too late to do that, you know, for a couple that's maybe been married for a long time. And, and now they're wondering, so what are some issues I should start thinking about? It's never too late to establish some of these boundaries and have these conversations. So, so I'll just finish up this, this particular question with, with, with this story. So there's a couple of marriage counselors that um, actually send me their people that are in marriage counseling to mediation. And you're like, why are they going to mediation when they're in marriage counseling to work on their marriage? So what's interesting is the marriage counselor sends them to me Because number one, he says, they need to get a glimpse of what life is going to look like if they, if, if they don't follow through Mm -hmm. with this counseling, but also as they're going through the counseling, it helps to establish rules because it helps things not deteriorate to a point where then the counseling fails. And so, yeah, it's never too late. I mean, I've had people that have been married forever that are in marriage counseling, trying to save their marriage. They come to me. We set up all the rules. It's not a legal document. They don't file it with the court because they haven't filed it with, I mean, they haven't filed their divorce papers because they're not getting divorced yet. But you know what? We set up ground rules and now they've got ground rules to help move their marriage forward as they're trying to build and, and restore, protect and whatnot. So it's never too late. Occasionally, Sydney and I will be releasing Q&A bonus episodes where we will answer your questions and give you a personal shout out. If you have a comment or question regarding anything that we discuss, email us at info at ichatmediation.com. That's info at ichat, I-C-H-A-T, mediation.com. And stay tuned to hear your shout out and have your question answered here on the show. For more information about my services or to schedule your mediation with me, either in person or using my iChat Mediation virtual platform built by Cisco Communications, visit me online at imediateinc.com. 
www.thepowerofthenamecoach.com. Call me at 561-262-9121, toll free at 877-822-1479, or email me at mbrickman at iChatMediation.com.